Yeah, I think I feel like that about much of the language in the space. Like as mentioned, it's just like, you know, um, this like NFT gated, like ultra wealthy, like group, like is a social club is called a community. And like, you know, again, just terms like mutual aid and public goods, I, I do think are far overused. Like it's like, what is this like public we are referring to? Like, I think one of my first like tweets when I came onto Twitter, like a few months ago, like I was seeing like uh, wag me everywhere. And I'm like, who is we? Like, is it like this like upper class of like neoliberal people who are like uh, basically being the like early adopters of these tools and this space? Or is it is the we are all going to make it like um, speaking to like you were saying, like oh, this broader public, um, because we're going to create things that save us from capitalism. And I obviously hope it's the latter, but I have a sense that it's more the former. Um, so yeah, I, I guess I can just echo or I can confirm that public goods is used a, a nauseating amount when it wasn't exactly clear like what public goods are or like how a particular uh, project is serving the public. And I think um, you know you you had mentioned uh, you know the, the word neoliberal, which I think is a whole other can of worms for like discussing the sort of ideology behind like one the conception of public goods as presented at ETH Denver, or just like a lot of the spaces ideas generally, where there is this like idea of like the public as being a public of consumers who like are allocating capital as preference, right? Like I think, you know, it's, you can often hear like the, the very DeFi people, right? They'll talk about like your tokens as being almost like political statements. And I think that's just like the most dangerous of thinking, right? Because what does your citizenry look like? in a society where political expression is represented by where you allocate capital, right? Like that, sure, that's something capitalists do, but like we are, we are the public. We are, you know, like the workers do not do that. And when your conception of public good bakes into the like fact that, well, you know, we're going to have a sort of um, voting system with tokens where people can allocate here and they can, you know, um, delegate tokens there, right? At some point there's a sort of buy-in or if you're airdropping to everybody and then like, yeah, like people have to sell tokens to pay rent sometimes. And who's doing that? It's the it's the real public, right? And the people who never have to do that, the people who can hold through a bear market are going to be like the, you know, the the people who the, the capitalists. And I think what you're left with is like this increasing precarity that they will end up placing on people by gating, quote unquote, public goods or the governance over them, right? Because the governance is going to reflect the the desire like it's going to reflect the desires of who has the most tokens at that point and that's going to make the good itself serve their interests the vote the most and you you increasingly marginalize people away from what otherwise would be a public good right like it's not exactly um it's not it's not public if it's serving the interests of your financial needs more than your literal needs as a i don't know an existing person on the internet <laughs> Yeah, I get the impression that um, like I think a lot of the experimentation is uh, interesting and fairly novel in the crypto space, more or less, as, as far as things go. But at the same time, um, a lot of the mental models that I think people are using to create, like for democratizing or decentralizing uh, their protocols or their projects, uh, just sort of like fits... It, it looks just like a um, like a stock market, like as if they're just like dropping shares to everyone, um, which 
is maybe better than like closed off like i don't know stock public offerings that are only available to like people with a certain net worth or something like that it might be better than that but it's still like a incomplete like there there's still a lot wrong with it i think from 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 our point of view i would assume and that's probably why a lot of these things sort of just look like like if you are a socialist looking into it it's sort of like well that just looks like the stock market which is not really what i want but also i guess uh decentralized ownership under capitalism also may kind of look like a stock market to a certain degree yeah i guess uh, were there any other like sort of noteworthy things that you notice while um attending the conferences well i i would say um you know and what, this what's is the, what's your best the, your best story <laughs> Best story? I mean, I, I would say probably connecting with the, the crypto leftists in the community. This is something like maybe more meta, but for the members of the Discord or people who hang out on the Reddit, um, I think it's like valuable and validating as someone who's in crypto. We obviously spend a lot of time either listening to podcasts or tweeting or reading tweets or scrolling wherever. And, you know, having a perspective we feel is not mainstream for this space and especially when you want to talk to other leftists about it it is generally um you know it's line go up type content right it's uh and so yeah i think i think my highlight would just be spending the week like walking around the conference being like oh hey hey matt hey, hey charles what's what's going on like and then talking to them and then being like yeah like there is someone here who who has like the same lens and you know sort of foundational value system i have and like I would encourage anyone listening to this to try and connect with more people like that because it, it's encouraging for staying in the space. I think that if you do go, like, absolutely. Like, that is the way to do it. Like, those were my favorite moments of all the, like, silly parties that I went to. Like, my conversation with James and fellow crypto leftists were, like, my favorite, most enlightening parts of the conference. Uh, however, honestly, like, I don't think that I would go to another conference like this. Like, I think that it feels uh, like having friends in the space who are coming from like multiple different places like it feels like a hotbed for people who like want to show their projects and who want to get funding and uh, and so it feels like a big networking event of people just kind of trying to like charm each other much of the time and so I think with the nature of the project that we're working on and kind of the intention that I brought to East Denver like much of it just felt like a mismatch like I would be like oh we're working on this mutual aid app people would be like what's mutual aid we would talk about it and they'd be like that's nice and then it was like conversation over. So I was like, you know, um, I, I think that they were wonderful learnings, but I think it made me question like, what am I doing here? Like, it, like, it feels like a lot of the people at the conference have quite a different intention than I do. And I think that that's fair. Um, also, yeah, also maybe what you expected. <laughs> yeah, I guess I it just also felt like icky environment sometimes. And so I was like, okay, like I maybe might have actually had, especially at events like Shelling Point, like might have had an easier time just tuning in from online because uh, James might have been able, uh, James might agree, but like at the conference, it was like so loud. It was like trying to listen to people talk in like a crowded cafeteria. And so, um, yeah, I feel like in many ways with the conference, like people listening online might have had a better experience. 